Hey everybody, Nick Espinoza, your chief security fanatic here. And it is Sunday, so we are doing breaches of the week as always. And this week in data breaches was absolutely insane. But before we dive in, as always, I want to give a shout out to those that sent me a lot of this information. And that would be Jay Dance, uh, uh, Francisco Ortiz, Jenna Tobin, and Matt Schrey. Thank you very much. Please uh, keep sending those tips my way. Now, with that, let's dive in and start in Nevada with transcription firm Perry Johnson and Associates, although I, the information I have puts it nowhere near Nevada in terms of breaches. This is a new supply chain breach alert. Now, they I don't know much at the moment, but apparently they exposed the personal information of more than 1.2 million Cook County health patients. Cook County, if you didn't know, is the county that all of Chicago sits in and is one of the most populous counties in the United States. Cook County Health um, includes two hospitals and more than a dozen community health centers across the Chicago area. So as this unfolds, this will obviously be huge. But Perry Johnson Associates, I'm assuming this is not their only client. Moving on, I want to give you a quick update on Okta, the Identity Access Management Platform. They basically, this past Friday, disclosed that their recent support case management breach affected 134 of its 18,400 customers, so a very small percentage, fortunately. It further noted that the unauthorized intruder gained access into the system from September 28th through October 17th of this year and ultimately accessed HAR files containing session tokens that could be used for session hijacking attacks. Now, that I uh, basically reported on because that was essentially being reported on a week or two ago regarding the Okta breach, they have now confirmed all of that and the way they have enclaved off their support system. Fortunately, only a small amount of customers were affected. And apparently, according to Okta uh, and their chief security officer, they are redoing their HAR system so that they don't have this problem in the future. So I would appreciate the transparency. Never a good sign when tech companies are hit. Moving on. Let's talk about mortgage lender, Mr. Cooper. And I didn't know this, but they are the country, apparently. They are the third largest largest mortgage, mortgage servicer. And they just disclosed uh, that they were a target of a cyber attack, leaving millions of customers unable to make payments or process mortgage transactions. Now, on November 2nd, Mr. Cooper, formerly known as NationStar, announced that it experienced a cybersecurity breach on October 31, prompting the lender to take immediate action and block access to their systems. And obviously, they did this to protect customer data as part of their measures. They're temporarily disabled customer access to their payment portals. And while Mr. Cooper hasn't officially confirmed this incident was a ransomware attack, they stated that their systems are locked down and they are working to resolve the issue. So there you go. If you are using Mr. Cooper, uh, formerly known as Nation Star, and that's an interesting name change there. Heads up to you. Uh, you may, you know, eventually be entitled to compensation. Moving on. Let's head on over to India and talk about their national registration database known as Adahar again, because this has been breached in the past. Now, a report by US-based security firm ReSecurity has claimed that personal identifiable information of about 815 million Indians uh, has been leaked on the dark web. Now, as per this report, data includes name, phone numbers, addresses, Adhar, I'm guessing identification numbers, passport information, all of that is for sale online. ReSecurity wrote in a blog post, quote, on 9 October, a threat actor going by the name Pwn0001 posted a thread on breach forums brokering access to 815 million, quote, Indian citizen, Adhar, and passport records. 
Notably, India's entire population is, one, is just over 1.486 billion. So obviously, this is more than half of the population of uh, basically what is the most populous or second populous country in the world. I know China and India go back and forth on that, but I believe India right now is more populous than China. Moving on. Let's talk about the Colorado Department of Higher Education uh, because they waited more than a month, apparently, to report a massive data breach to the state attorney general's office, evading state law, according to an investigation by local reporting by the Denver Gazette. Now, in many states, uh, government agencies in Colorado, uh, essentially, like, like many states, government agencies in Colorado are required by law to report any data breach within 30 days of discovery. Instead, the Department of Higher Education remained essentially tight-lipped about a ransomware attack on its servers that was first discovered on June 14th. We are way past that 30-day mark here in November. Again, this is according to the Denver Gazette. Now, the Gazette uh, obtained emails and records that showed officials from several state colleges first learned of the ransomware attack during a meeting on July 28th when a, quote, mid-level manager at the state agency, end quote, mistakenly mentioned it. Now, the Colorado Department of Higher Education then waited roughly another week to provide notice uh, to the public and also to the uh, Colorado Attorney General. So we'll see what happens when government sues other government entities. I, I'm not sure how that's going to work, but heads up to you if you're in anything to do in higher education in the state of Colorado. Moving on. Let's talk about Michael Garan Hospital in Toronto, Canada. They confirmed they're investing a, quote, data security incident that they were made aware of last week. Now, in an updated post on their website, Michael Garan Hospital said that it is looking into the impact of the incident with the help of third-party experts. They noted that there is uh, currently no known impacts on clinical applications or patient care services. So heads up to you if you use Michael Garan Hospital for all your health care needs up in the Great White North. Moving on. Let's do our mini segment basically entitled, If You Just Spent Money on Cybersecurity, You Wouldn't Be Getting Sued or Having to Pay Out. First up is State Farm. Yes, that's right. The massive insurance provider here in the United States. A class action lawsuit filed against State Farm, accusing the insurance company of a data breach that allowed 40 million customer records to be stolen, has now been moved to federal court. Now, Florida residents Malcolm Scott and his wife Helen Probe Scott filed the lawsuit in McLean County Court on September 13th based on claims that personal data uh, maintained by State Farm was accessed by two hacking groups during an August data breach. The lawsuit alleges that the Bloomington-based insurer had not notified customers of the breach as of the September court filing. Uh, State Farm basically sought removal of the lawsuit to U.S. District Court for the District of Illinois in Peoria, a request granted by McLean County Judge Rebecca Foley. So they went from county to basically federal district court in uh, Illinois. Uh, now, the State Farm maintains a class action lawsuit qualified for transfer from state to federal court for several reasons, including the fact the potential damages total more than $5 million. Even if, and this is crazy, even if class members uh, with a single policy received $1 in damages, State Farm could be liable for more than $50 million in damages based on the number of policies in force in September, according to the company. The firm contends a lawsuit also met a minimal diversity uh, requirement for transfer to federal court because the Scots reside in Florida and State Farm is based in Illinois. So there you go. I'll keep you up to date on this. Um, State Farm is actually one I've been tracking, uh, you know, over over um, the past couple of months. I got wind of this and we uh, basically have spotted it in dark web forums of what they're claiming. But again, we've heard nothing from State Farm. So 
We'll see where that goes. But heads up to you. If you're a State Farm customer, you may eventually be entitled to compensation. Not that it's going to pay your insurance bill for the year or anything, but here you go. Moving on. <clears throat> Let's talk about Steel River Systems. They agreed to pay $200,000 resolve claims that they failed to prevent a 2021 data breach due to subpar security measures. Now, the settlement benefits individuals who received a data breach notification from Steel River Systems, informing them that their personal information and or um, personal information, which is weird because that's literally what it says, that their personal information and or personal information, so coming and going, it's personal information, was compromised in a data breach uh, in uh, July of 2020. And for the record, these are copy and paste from news articles, so I'm not writing my own notes here. This is literally what's published. Now, according to plaintiffs, uh, basically in the data breach class action lawsuit, Steel River Systems failed to properly protect highly confidential information stored in its network. The company's subpar security measures allowed attackers to access sensitive, uh, sensitive consumers for over a month, according to the class action. So we'll see where that goes, but heads up Steel River Systems customers. There you go. And that ends the mini segment. If those two simply just had more security, I wouldn't be talking about them and they probably wouldn't be getting sued and having to pay out a ton of money. Moving on, let's talk about Burger Chain Five Guys again. Now, they just disclosed a security breach where attackers gain access to the email accounts of two employees, according to consumer disclosure letters filed Friday with the attorney generals of both California and Maine. Now, the breaches were discovered on June 7th, and they were, were the result of business email compromises. A breach disclosure comes literally just like three or four or five weeks after five guys agreed to settle a federal class action lawsuit. And I reported on that involving a September 2022 incident. Now, in that breach, files linked to the company employment process were impacted, affecting more than 30,000 individuals, according to their filing in Maine. So obviously not a good look for five guys as well. Good burgers, bad security. Guys, clean it up. One of you guys out of the five, just clean it up. Moving on. Let's talk about Drug-Free Workplaces USA. Sounds like an interesting organization. On October 27th, they filed notice with Maine after discovering that an unauthorized party may have gained access to two employee email accounts. In this notice, they explained that the incident resulted in an unauthorized party being able to access consumer-sensitive information, which included names and social security numbers. Upon completing investigation, Drug-Free Workplaces began sending out data breach notifications to those that were impacted. So if you work for Drug-Free uh, Workspaces, or I'm sorry, Drug-Free Workplaces, and I assume you are drug free if you are heads up to you moving on let's talk about fairfax county public schools confidential student data on mental health and special education needs was reportedly exposed in that school district now according to the report by local reporting the 74 tens of thousands of students data at fairfax county public schools was breached but a spokesperson with fairfax county public schools said they do not know yet the extent of the breach and they do not know the exact uh number of students affected so i'll keep you up to date on that but heads up if you've have anything to do with fairfax county public schools or your kids go there moving on i want to give you a quick update on the move it breach because every week brings more move it breaches except for one which is the last thing I'm going to be talking about today because lordy lord, it's a big one. Now, that said, the others that got breached this week or are at least declaring due to move it are the Piscataqua Savings Bank, Barrick Gold, and employees of Mastec, M-A-S-T-E-C. So heads up to you if you have anything to do with any of those organizations. They're cut up and move it just like thousands of other companies. And this is just continues to grow and grow and grow. Moving on. 
Let's talk about PostMeds. Now, PostMeds Inc., their DBA is True Pill. They filed a notice of data breach with the Attorney General of Texas after discovering an unauthorized user gained access to files stored on their network that contained sensitive information. In this notice, True Pill explained that the incident resulted in an unauthorized party being able to access consumers' sensitive information, which may include names, medication types, and demographic information. They've sent out letters as well. Moving on. Let's talk about Meals on Wheels of Central Texas. And honestly, what kind of jerk hits a charity? But here we are because Meals on Wheels of Central Texas said this past Tuesday they are changing their security protocols after they said its in-home care service suffered a data breach due to an email phishing attack. Now, the nonprofit said that it was basically alerted to the breach uh, of personal health information on September 21. And according to Meals on Wheels, the phishing attack allowed unauthorized access to a cloud account containing the personal health information, including personal details such as full names, dates of birth, home address, diagnostic codes, phone numbers, Medicaid numbers, and in some instances, social security numbers as well. So if you are a recipient or work with Meals on Wheels of Central Texas, heads up to you. And it's always a horrible day when charities get hit. Moving on, South End on Sea City Council. We're heading over to the United Kingdom because details of over 2,000 of their staff members and counselors have been made public in a council data breach. Now, South End on Sea City Council could face six-figure fines for the mistake. Now, the information disclosed included names, addresses, and national insurance numbers. The county leader has apologized and said that all those affected would be contacted and offered advice and support. Now, basically, this breach followed a Freedom of Information request, interestingly enough, in May. The council responded to the request by uploading a spreadsheet online. Now, initially, it believed the spreadsheet only contained anonymized information for one department, but it became clear that it also included, quote, personal and special category, end quote, data of all current staff and leavers as of 31 March 2023. So, heads up to you if you are employed by the uh, South End on Sea City Council. Not good. Moving on. Let's head on over to California and talk about Ventura Orthopedics. This is a crazy one. On October, excuse me, August of 2020, yes, over three years ago, ransomware gang Maze um, basically alleged it stolen patient data from Ventura Orthopedics and planned to post that information online. Now, at the time, that practice refused to confirm or deny the claims, according to a no November 2nd report from databreaches.net. Subsequently, another ransomware gang put all of that information out there and about 1,850 Ventura patients on its leak site. And so essentially, this is a massive HIPAA problem for Ventura Orthopedics. You are supposed to declare to HHS data breaches because here we are, three years, that fine is going to be steep. That is an intentional, intentional violation of HIPAA rules. So if you're a patient of Ventura Orthopedics, good luck to you. Moving on, let's talk about Stanford University, keeping it you know, on the West Coast. They said they are investigating a cybersecurity incident within their Department of Public Safety. Now, a group called Akira is taking responsibility for a data breach at Stanford. The university hasn't addressed ransom demands, but experts say uh, more needs to be done to keep this from happening again. I'm assuming those are internal experts, not just generics. Now, Stanford University says that it's reviewing cybersecurity incident at its public Department of Public Safety. And this past Friday, the group Akira posted a message saying it has obtained 430 gigabytes of internal data from the department and threatened to leak it unless the university contacted them. So 
Obviously, we'll watch this unfold, but I'll keep you up to date on Stanford. Heads up to you if you go there or work for their Department of Public Safety. Moving on, let's talk about Boeing. Yes, the massive aerospace corporation. They confirm that they are looking into claims that they were a recent victim of a ransomware attack. Now, according to sources, the Lockbit ransomware gang added uh, basically Boeing to its victim list. In response to questions from reporters, Boeing acknowledged the reports and indicated that it is assessing the veracity of these claims. If Boeing confirms a confidential consumer or employee uh, data was leaked, obviously they're going to let us know, sending out the required breach notifications, etc., etc. And for the record, it is possible. We have seen essentially ransomware gangs make mistakes. You hit like, you know, Boeing janitorial service, <laughs> you know, and you think you've hit the giant, and there you go. We literally had one of those cases, I want to say in the last three or four months, where, you know, they contacted us panicked, we downloaded the information off a dark web leak site, saying it, you know, basically checked it for threat, blah, 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 blah. And they went through it and said, yeah, this isn't us. This is another company with very similar names. So you never know. And finally, and this is what we're going to be talking about today, that other Move It data breach. And this is a very special data breach. And this ain't good. The, basically, the email address is about 632,000 employees from the Justice and Defense Departments of the United States were accessed in a hack earlier this year, according to Bloomberg reporting. They're adding a number of organizations, including airlines, universities, U.S. agencies, impacted by the Move It breach because the Russian-speaking criminal gang CLOP really took advantage of this one. It's absolutely insane. And when I do dark web demonstrations, I love going to CLOP's site because you can literally see all of these listed out. It's absolutely nuts. Now, the accessed email addresses, links to government employee surveys administered by uh, the agencies and internal agency tracking codes, according to a report by the Office of Personnel Management uh, obtained by Bloomberg, is what is at stake here. Now, hackers obtained access uh, through file transfer program MoveIt, as I mentioned, um, and they basically, um, that MoveIt was not used by those departments. It was actually used by a third party they were employing known as Weststat, which, which OPM uses to administer employee surveys. Now, impacted employees at the Defense Department report included officials from the Air Force, the Army, Army Corps of Engineers, the Office of the Secretary of Defense, and the Joint Staff as well, which is some of the highest ranks in the United States military. So this is never a good look. The Move It data breach continues to just get worse and worse and worse. And if you are watching this, uh, you know, and you are using Move It in your organization, I honestly would just stop, you know, at this point. You know, I don't care if they've patched it or not. At this point, it's just, it's just nuclear. It's radioactive. So there you go. Those are your breaches of the week. Another absolutely insane week, slightly shorter than previous weeks. I'm never saying no to that. But were you affected? Let me know. And please like, share, follow me here on Facebook and Twitter at Nick AESP. And please feel free to subscribe to me at YouTube as well. And as always, stay safe, stay online, and please attempt to stay, uh, stay private. Thanks, everybody.